And now it's time for another Dr. Film Podcast. Welcome to the introduction of the Dr. Film Podcasts. I'm Eric Grayson, and this is... Glory June Greif. And we're here to tell you a little bit about what the podcast is that you're going to be listening to. Um, For those of you who are uninitiated, and I hope that's at least some of you, um, (laughs) this makes a pretty heavy reference to a... TV pilot that we shot back in 2008, 2009, 2010, and yes, it was shot over that period of time, and uh, basically what it's about is uh, we were trying to make a pilot that was about um, um, the old style film, hosted film movies, and that's kind of what the goal was, and uh, of course... In, in my marketing genius, we were never able to sell it. May I laugh? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you, you may laugh. Uh, we were never able to sell it. Now, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, the, the marketing for this took off, so we have a Facebook page and a, and a blog and all kinds of stuff that's popular called Dr. Film, but the TV show, nobody ever cared about. Nobody ever heard of it. Yeah, nobody ever saw it, and it, it was a real pain to make them. Uh, it took a lot of editing and all that kind of it stuff. It would be easier now. There's better technology. Yeah, we, we shot it in those days with a broken camera, and we had a microphone from about 1955 that we had to leave on the floor. It was kind of uh, not very good. It was historic. Mm-hmm. And then when we had to shoot... Uh, Glory's part. Glory played Anamorphia, who's Doctor Film's vault assistant. We had to, when we had to shoot Anamorphia's part, I uh, had to turn the furnace off downstairs uh, in order to make sure that you could actually hear anything, because otherwise the furnace came on. It was a big old 1950s furnace, and it would come on and go blah, and you couldn't hear anything. And the vault is real, and it actually is in the basement, so that was authentic. Yes, and so that's why we got all the jokes about it being cold down there, because that was the only time we could re- we could really shoot. So all that being said, um, we're, we were kind of uh, stuck with this trademark and not much of a trade, and so that's kind of well put. That's kind of the way this uh, this started. We we thought, well, what would it have been like if we'd gone ahead and shot more Dr. Films, and what would it be like if we had the, um, uh, if we had carried the characters forward, I should say. And so that's what we're doing, and I will play Dr. Film in my own imitable way. Oh, yes. And Glory plays Anamorphia. Mm. <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about Anamorphia for a second. Well, Anamorphia is in a terrible position. She works for this... Dr. Film, who's not a very good boss. He doesn't have enough money to keep the vaults warm enough. And besides, you have to keep vaults cool anyway, because that's how film is stored. So she's down there working for a pittance. She keeps thinking things might get better. And meanwhile, she thinks he 
really doesn't know his job, and she could do this a lot better. Yes, and of course, Dr. Film is kind of pompous and condescending and, and not, uh, not very um, uh, nice to his employees. And of course, being cheap, he's kind of uh, obnoxious as well. So we do a lot of that, we, we do a lot of that kind of shtick. The idea was to, was to educate people about things in a humorous and, and enjoyable way. That might is, be the problem. Perhaps you weren't humorous enough. No, the problem was that um, I was not well enough known in the preservation world at the time. Uh, the next problem was that we kind of hit at the wrong time for the wrong everything. It was just at the at the cusp of the digital revolution. <laughs> and so uh, TV was analog and standard def when we shot this. And within two or three years, it had become all digital and all high def. So I was left with a TV pilot that nobody cared about anyway. And, of course, then the other problem that we have is that uh, uh, everybody always thought that this was uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 and all that kind of stuff, and that, they didn't Which quite understand Which I have to it. tell you, I hate. I know. Uh, it, it's not my favorite either. Uh, it encourages people to make fun of old movies, which I don't like. Uh, and we're it's, not going to do Which is that. to be said that there are some movies that are so bad they, they might well deserve being made fun of. But that is not the case for all old movies by any stretch. Oh, so you don't make fun of an, a movie just because it's old? No. Oh, okay. What a great idea. Yeah. And so that was what Dr. Film was about. We would make fun of Dr. Film, the person, the character, but not make fun of the movie necessarily, unless the movie was really terrible in which case we might make some comments about it. And that may have been your first mistake, because you chose a film that was especially bad, and you pointed that out. Yes, I did point it out. And people didn't quite understand that. A lot of people thought it was Bela Lugosi night every week. and That was uh, the other thing. Yeah. And a lot of people thought it was, it was a bad movie, and then people thought it should be a good movie. Basically, when you have a, a problem like this, everybody has an idea of what you did wrong, but nobody has an idea of what, what you did what you right. What right, yeah. Yes, and so we had a lot of criticism, but not much construction. Of course, the reason, one of the reasons anyway, that you chose that particular film was that it was public domain. And it was rare. And it, it was, was rare. something people didn't see a lot. This was also before the days of GWizArchive.org, where you can have a million different movies up there, and they all look terrible. Well, they all look terrible. So we decided, okay, well, let's do the podcast. Let's have some fun with it. Let's carry the characters forward. And so it'll be Dr. Film and Anamorphia. And Dr. Film is is a character who's kind of a, uh, well, you'll hear in the, first, in, in the first pilot podcast, Dr. Film is a... Uh, is a character who's who's a, a film superhero. He's he's part he's part me, uh, Eric, and he's part Doctor Film, who always has to stand up for truth, justice, and the American film way. And <laughs> and so Doctor Film was always about even though he is pompous and condescending. Well, he's pompous and condescending in doing that. Mm -hmm. So he always has to stand up for showing a variety of films, showing them properly. Uh, understanding what color is about, and wait a minute, what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people like to run things at sixteen by nine and stretch everybody's face out. Oh, I hate that. And you see that all the time when you go into a restaurant that has a that has a TV screen. Well, that's because there's a federal law that says you're not allowed to run things at the proper aspect ratio. Well, it must be. I, I've heard uh, I've heard somebody here in this room call those egg people. 
Mm-hmm. And that is, of course, in the Dr. Film blog. Yes. Which you can find on the website. Uh, you can uh, you can see it in my wonderful blog titled Maureen O'Hara versus the Egg People. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't want to pit her against the Egg People. Yes. Well, uh, that was a that was a fun fun experience. And and yes, I actually met Maureen O'Hara. And yes. We actually talked about running things in the proper aspect ratio. She knew all about that. You'd better believe that she knew what she was talking about, and she didn't drop a stitch on letting people know that it had to be run the right way. That's one of the reasons I liked her. One of the reasons I didn't want to deal with her very much was that, uh, uh, well, let's just say that she had a temper in real life. Oh, that red hair is not a lie. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, we just kind of wanted to uh, to give you a heads up on what this is. Uh, these shows are going to be kind of strange. You'll hear Dr. Film turn into... You'll hear Eric turn into Dr. Film. You'll hear more more sound effects and some, some strange characters and, and running gags. And, and frankly, I'm not much of an actor, and Glory points that out. Uh, Glory's a professional... Uh, uh, narrator, so she she does a lot better than I do. So you'll hear me not read my lines very well, and that's just because I'm not that good. But I'm trying, and I'm in there having fun. And if you guys enjoy this, keep listening. We'll get better. If you guys don't enjoy this, don't listen, and we won't make any more. That's kind of how that's going to work. We've recorded several of these in advance, so that's why I know what's coming up. But we've uh, we've recorded a couple of guest speakers, and we re- we've recorded. Uh, an entire episode where Dr. Film doesn't really appear very much, and it's that's all... That's the best one, too. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> and that's that's dedicated to Mike Schlesinger, who, who interviews himself in a very strange episode. So if you if you love these shows and you... Tell them uh, who Mike Schlesinger is while you're at it. Well, no, I'm not going to tell them mm-hmm. who Mike Schlesinger is, because... He's he's going to introduce himself. Oh well, I mean that's yes, really that's, the that's, the that's really the whole value. point. Yeah, that's yeah. that's entertainment value. Yes. Entertainment value for your for your free podcast download. So it's, and it's not for your dollar; it's for your free down podcast download. Uh, now we'll have we'll be a little bit more professional in the podcast, so we'll edit out all the ums and the uhs and all the other stuff. And gar- I guarantee there are a lot of those, but the podcasts are all scripted. And we do have a real-life email so that you may call us or you may email us and ask questions, and that will be uh, askdrfilm at drfilm.net. Original. Yes. So if you have a question for Dr. Film or Eric or Anamorphia even, uh, you may uh, email us at that email address, and we will put you on a future podcast because we probably don't have enough questions to go around. (laughs) And yes, in the first few podcasts, we have some uh, some planted questions. Uh, You're not supposed to give away all your secrets. Well, yeah, I mean it's pretty obvious when when one of the one of the letters is signed by Ivana Bughue. So I like that. Mm-hmm. It should be fun for people who who aren't uh, um, already fans, and uh, it should be fun for. People who want to, you know, this is kind of almost a tribute to old-time radio instead of old-time TV. And that's not a bad thing. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. So, yeah, we have lots of sound effects and characters. And there's another podcast that we're going to record here before too long that has a a radio show embedded in it. So uh, there's some some fun things. you have any comments or, or 
things to add, Ms. Ms. Greif? I would say just listen and see what it's all about. It can be a lot of fun. Uh, the quality might be uneven at first, but I think as we uh, hit our stride, it's, it's going to be very entertaining and educational both. I really am unhappy that a lot of people don't get what film was in our history and really can still be today. So this is a way to kind of get them informed and educated about it. But but again, not in a way that But it's, not in a stuffy way. Yeah, it's not preachy and not, you know... Well, if I may say... Really boring. If I may say. Yes, you may say. In, in, my, in my other life, I am a public historian, and that's what I do. I try, to, I try to bring history to real people, to bring it alive, to life. And in doing so, I often portray historic characters. But that's just one of many ways I try to bring history to life to people, because history is not boring. Nor is old film. Well, see, in my other life, I do a lot of uh, movie shows and, and live performances and that kind of stuff. And I try to do the same thing. Uh, I do uh, color demonstrations and things like that. I've seen that. And so many of... Well, Pretty neat. Well, she... Uh, not only does she <laughs> has she seen that, but she's had to run the projector for me while I'm up talking and all that stuff. It's a... It's a glamorous world being a oh yes a, being a performer when you're kind of understaffed. So, yeah, you have you have some problems, and especially when I'm seventy feet away on a stage and we're running old film that's from the 1950s and it snaps halfway through, and I have to yell, "Turn the projector off now, 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 now!" That never happens. Yeah, that that does happen. It's kind of fun. So, uh, we're having some fun with this. We're going to try and go with it. Uh, we'll see you on the flip side and, uh, keep, uh, keep on reading the blog, which is drfilm.net. Go see an blog, old film. And go out and see an old movie. We love for you to see old movies and you can hire us to show a, a movie at your local theater if you like to, because we do that all the time. All right. Bye. Bye.